Welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high schoolers where guests share their unique perspectives on art, education, society, and more. I'm Samuel, and I will be your host for this episode. And today we have two guests who need no introduction from me. We have Andy and we have Danny, who have been on Thought Jar a number of times before. Shall I all say hi? Hi. hi. And today, um, we will be talking about J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. So, The Lord of the Rings, of course, is no stranger to us. It is a, a classic work of fiction for readers of, uh, in, of the English-speaking world and beyond. It is a classic, not in the sense that it's particularly old, but in the sense that it's, um, people, believe, people think it's very well-written. And it is also widely read and quite influential that it's being adapted into movies and games and even us here in China are well, well aware of it and has um, read it at least once. So my first question for all of you is when did you read The Lord of the Rings and what were your initial um, impressions of the book, of the trilogy? Well, I think I read Lord of the Rings uh, quite a few years back, I think. Uh, yeah, the first time was I read it, uh, I, I believe it was for, for my school's reading. Like, we had, a, it, was, it was assigned, uh, yeah. And, like, um, I, I, think, I don't think I, ha- I have seen the movie before, before reading the books. But, uh, like, at first, before I read it, my impression was, like, these, these are really, really long books. Uh, yeah, I heard, like, although they, they, they have, like, Although it's highly acclaimed, I'll be, I, I, I hope like I hope I, I, it wouldn't be too difficult to read. Yeah, but um, as I was reading it, I remember I was really absor- absorbed in the story, and I, re- I really enjoyed following the the adventures of of um, of Tolkien's characters. And um, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel too long like when you're reading it continuously. Um, Andy, do you remember how old you were when you first read The Lord of the Rings? I think around thirteen or something. Yeah. Danny? Okay, thank you. So, I first read Lord of the Rings, the whole thing, and also The Hobbits. Uh, I was like 10. It was the first hardcover book I ever possessed. Like, my dad bought, like, bought it for me on one of my birthdays. I think it was my ninth birthday. And I re- read it when, when I was like 10. Because at nine years old, I was still reading stuff like Rangers of Princess, you know? And I, and I felt, felt like it was too difficult. But I started reading it when I was like um, 10. It, it was like, I couldn't get it. Like, it was so complicated for, for me back then. Like, I, I was like, wait, because in, in the books I have previously read, the main ca- characters are usually like one p- person. And so when in um, the, uh, the, the Lord of the Rings, when they suddenly started switching b- between like three and four people, like I started to get confused, and I confused their journey. And I thought Frodo was a warrior, <laughs> and so um, I read it again, like a few years la- later after my tenth like birthday and stuff like that. Um, after it was after I started interacting with sh- like Shakespeare, well, and I, f- I felt like perhaps I could finally understand Tolkien. And I re- read it again, and it was like fantastical you, you just reminded me that like my copy of Lord of the Ring happens to be a birthday gift from Agnes okay um so it seems um we all have read um Tolkien um the, his Lord of the Rings at a pretty young age I remember reading it 
in I think when I was fourteen. I think it was during a trip to the U.S. and in a bookstore I saw. Um, I saw the Lord of the Rings there on display, and I have always known that it's a very、um, classic、um, trilogy of the English-speaking world. And I I became interested, and so I bought the book. And it took me a long time to finish. Yeah, but、um, I liked it quite a lot. And I was I was I think fourteen at the time. So other than than the time that、um, we read the Lord of the Rings, I wanted to ask you this. Um, as Danny mentioned, that the book、um, may seem a little difficult if we read read it at a very young age.、Um, it is a moderately complex、um, story with Tolkien's particular use of language. His word choice are kind of archaic, and his sentence structures too has the、um, some of the old English style. So my question, f- so my second question for all of you is,、um, what? Um, do you find his use of language difficult? Do you like his style?、Uh, I I really forgot like how how I feel about about the writing about the writing style、uh, when I first read it since、uh, yeah. But then、um, like looking at it currently,、uh, I feel like his writing style isn't too like isn't too archaic. It's not.、Um, It's not extremely difficult to understand. It's it's quite it's actually quite straightforward,、um, but also very art- artistic because because of the.、Um, Uh, not, uh, maybe not artistic, but like it's very fitting to Tolkien's world, Tolkien's、um, to to the world of Lord of the Rings,、um, where it's all fan- it's, it's a very fantastical world. And、um, well, I, I just feel like、uh, if Tolkien has ri- had written like Tolkien were a modern writer and had written in modern prose style, it would be it would feel less like like what it, what it is right now. Like like、um, uh, one thing I do remember from from my initial reading though is that. I feel like I ha- I have a bit of difficulty following the like the directions and like the um the like the, the imagining the world like very um like distinctly. Oh yeah, especially like when they're like traveling and things. Yeah. Um. But otherwise, I've uh yeah I think I was I I did not have too much difficulty. Um. Yeah. I like his style. Yes. I find it pretty hard to understand, but that's the beauty of it. Like. The harder to understand, like art, it is more. It provides more for you to discover. If it was too easy, then it would be a children's book. But if it was、um, complex and chaotic, then it wouldn't be like a masterpiece. But it is yet a masterpiece, and it's very complicated. So I guess that says something about itself. Yes, I truly agree with you in, in you saying that、um, part of its complexity adds to its depth and its value. Yeah, and I, I personally、um, find his language very distinct when I first read,、um, read his books, and I really like his language like a lot. And I looked up a lot of his words, and there is a period、um, when I was about eighth grade or ninth grade when.、Um, Sometimes my homeworks has sound sound a little bit like Tolkien.、So, uh, you know, we we had to we were sometimes I remember being assigned to write a poem, and that poem I would say Tolkien、um, w- inspired that homework. And I and I just really like his style overall. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the characters. Obviously, the, the Lord of the Rings, as Dan- Danny said before, is has a very complex story and has、uh, a lot of different characters with a lot of different personality traits. Do you have a favorite character, or is there a character that you find most interesting, and why is that? I do have a favorite character, and it's Ar- Aragorn. You know, because he's so cool. Like both in the books. In the films, in everything, like he's a ranger, a lone ranger, and he's also like the heir to a throne. He's calm, confident, like has a, like a killer mentality, you know, <laughs> like so cold and calculated, and yet he can be passionate and furious. He's an all-around ca- character. He has like e- everything. I mean, I like Frodo and all, but. He's more like cute than cool, you know. It's pretty hard for me to decide a favorite character, but I really like all the all these characters for their for what they are. Well, like one of the characters I really appreciate is how, Sam. How he always like he's no matter what happens, like no matter like even when Frodo, even when Frodo like try to ask, tell him to turn back,、um, he 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 always stuck along with him, and he always.、Um, Yeah, he he always thought the best for 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 Frodo. I think he helped him like so much in the in the journey. I, I believe Frodo like definitely would not would not make this uh make make the journey to to Mount Doom with, without him. I think he's a really really great friend, and、um, I also agree that Aragorn is just um he's such a he's such a wise and like powerful person. Uh, person also really appreciate Frodo for his perseverance, for his like um, for his silence in in just just bearing the burden and his his struggles with the ring and the dark, dark lord. <laughs> we show that like how he did not fall to the to the to the to the ring and like at least not until the very end. Um, yeah, we show that how extraordinary his his will was. Yeah, even though it wasn't so evident outwardly. Wow. Um, I really like that.、Um, Aragorn and Sam are undoubtedly very different characters, and I truly appreciate them both.、Um, Aragorn is kingly and responsible, and he is prestigious. He is has a mission, and、um, he is just on the、um, on the great and grand side of the, the character. Whereas Sam is. Um, more simple. He's extremely loyal, but he is simple, and he, he is such a good friend. And the、um, difference be- between these two characters really speak、um, to the variety and the depths of Tolkien's characterization. So the character I find most interesting, however, I think would be Eowyn,、um, who is the、um, King Theoden of Rohan's niece, I think. Yeah, and I really like her because she is a female, and I think Eowyn really stands in opposition against、um, the usual stereotypes for female characters. She is brave. She is not like a princess who is all stuck up with dresses and things like that. She is a warrior, and she ended up killing the、um, Nazgul, I think, with her blade, who says that no man can kill. And I really find, and I find her really, really interesting. So my the second question I wanted to ask you you guys about characterization is which character do you relate to the most? Which character's personality or growth or、um, journey in the story best represents you in real life? Um, Tolkien's char characters are very 
unordinary. Like, I mean, that's cool and all, but I'm ordinary. <laughs> so like, I don't relate with their journeys much because I don't go killing monsters every day before breakfast. But I think that I feel the most like with the journey of Frodo. It's just pure grit. Like he doesn't have um, three meters of height. He doesn't have like a ton of muscle. He's just pure determination and grit. He's not the smartest of people, and he doesn't have any outstanding skills that can be measured. But yet, he is the one who destroyed Mordor, and that says something because every ordinary people. Like you and me, like most people, maybe like yeah, um, like we're special and all, but we're still just normal folk. And but we all have what Fro Frodo has, willpower. Like we can do what he does, so he inspires me. You know, I feel moved by his journey the most. But I can't really say that I, I relate to him, because my willpower isn't like, you know. I have to say, Danny. Like, um, Danny, you packed things that my mind, cause um, I really feel like um, I feel really moved by De- by by Frodo's journey and like his his determination, and um, although we we don't like uh, we don't, we don't share in his like adventure, is see like um, we don't have this this like terrible burden. At least I think I'm really inspired by his uh, movable determination, movable perseverance. It's something that like. Every every one of us has. Yeah. Um. I'm probably just reiterating like what you said. So uh, yeah, I just agree wholeheartedly with with Danny. Yeah, I agree too. Um, I think Frodo is one of the um, most important characters in the book, and Tolkien puts Frodo at the very center of the story. I think to um to portray one of his themes that he wanted to stress that. I think even the smallest person can change history as part of that theme, and I think the character of Frodo illustrates that very, very well. In that Tolkien's world is incredibly complex and very grand, and um, and has a lot of different races, including dwarves, elves, men, and hobbits. And when um, all of these different races um, sends representatives to debate. Um, what to do with the ring? They met together at Rivendell. I remember that scene very particularly. And they met together and they discussed. And there was n- and they have no idea what they're gonna do. They ended up in in a big fight and um, didn't um, end up deciding anything until Frodo steps forward and said, um, "I will take the ring. I will take the ring to Mordor." So I think so. So I think um, the story really centers on Frodo's determination and his willingness to just step up to do what's what's what needs to be done. Yes, and that leads into the next part, and it's about the theme. Um, so we we introduced um, the theme of um, of small person changing history as part of um, the Tolkien's theme of the story. Is there any other theme that you guys? Uh, might have seen in the book. Like there is one theme, which is like um, when you have more power, you succumb to it more. E- like um, you know, you succumb to it more e- easily and faster. Like um, like Frodo taking the ring. 
like um, like all those big guys, you know, warriors. Like they couldn't take the ring. Cause Hulkin w- wouldn't let them because they will succumb. Yeah, that's kind of like hinted. Like they can't stand the greed. They can't fight their own greed. I guess it talks about balance. Like somewhat about balance, like a balance between all things. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I'm just talking anyway. Like um, from what Danny said, uh, like he reminded me of uh, something I, I, I thought I thought of um, about how the ring, how like even white, really wise people like Gandalf and Aragorn, they 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 don't dare to take the ring because um, like these really like they're 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 really wise in that they like Galadriel, um, even though they're tempted, they. Um, they know. They knew that, like as Danny said, they 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 have. They already hold so much power, and um, yeah, they they think about so many things. That the exceptional tempta- temptation of the ring uh, will be like too much for them. Uh, well, not too much for them, but like uh, it will be like they will be a lot easier to su- succumb to its temptation. And then like if they did, um, then then like with their with their power that they already will it will also cause a lot of lot of destruction i think that's what gandalf believed so they chose not to take it and frodo um has more simple nature uh, allow him like his, his the fact that he has like um he hasn't tasted power he hasn't um like he has no greed for it he he's content he's content with um with the li- life that he leads uh like he doesn't he doesn't want Dominion over others, that he, he he's able to withstand like uh, the temptation of the ring a, a lot a much better. Yeah, and I truly agree. I think um, the discussion of power is also very central in in um, Tolkien's world. He puts the ring at the also at the center of the story as the primary force of evil. I think that uh, and it's called the ring of power. I think and I think that says a lot about um, what Tolkien views power. Okay, for for our last question, um, what is your greatest takeaway from the trilogy? How did it inspire you, and what does the book mean to you personally? Uh, I my takeaway from the trilogy is um, Aragorn is so cool. I want to be a ranger. Ah, um, I feel like the 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 part that like really inspired me is that um, the smallest person can can change history. Yeah, can they can make an impact? Just um, yeah, I feel like um, like with us ordinary folks, um, there like we feel, we we feel like we there's we don't really have a chance to make uh to make much difference. But actually, with 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 the things that we do every every day, and the thing like and with uh, even without like um even without like extraordinary skills, like um um we can. Really, we can really make really make an impact, even even like even outside, um, even perhaps to the to our entire country, to the entire to the entire entire world with something we do. I, I'm not sure what things, but I feel like with um with the with the actions of a lot of people, such as the the I think the the woman who started like the Red Cross, uh, or or with uh. Yeah, or with like Corey Tambum during uh, like during the the, the the like occupation of, of yeah, where, how how she helped the Jews. Uh, yeah, with these things, even though they like they're not 
extraordinary people. They don't have extraordinary skills, but with their grit and their their desire to do something good, their desire to do just to, to do just things, um, they have changed the they have changed the lives of many people, and they have they have changed history. Yes. Um. So that's like really what my takeaway from from this trilogy. Indeed, and I truly agree that. Um, that it is it has also been one of my greatest takeaways um, from the book that even the smallest person can change history. I think on one side of it, it's very comforting um, that we that we all have the power to to make a difference in the world. But on the other hand, it is quite a responsibility because with greater power comes greater responsibility, and we truly need to. Um, use what powers um, we were given, um, we were endowed with to just um, just to use them for good. Yeah, and thank you for tuning in. And that will be all for this episode. Bye. <laughs>